The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Good morning. Special good morning to those of you who arrived a touch late. We are in day four of a five-day series on factors of mind that support stability, wisdom, concentration in meditation practice and that support us in daily life. We started with the fundamentals of mindfulness and practice intelligence on Monday and then moved into a series of mental factors known as the five jhanic factors. There are five factors that support this greater stability and refinement, deepening of meditation. So we covered vitaka and vichara, connecting and sustaining. Then the emergent factors of joy and happiness or contentment. And today we cover the fifth of those five factors, a quality known as ekagata, E-K-A-G-G-A-T-A. And that translates as single-pointed concentration, unification. Those are some of the translations. I'll go into a few more of them in a few minutes. First, I want to start with a story. Near the end of his life, the Buddha was visited by an emissary of a very bad king. He was just not a nice person. Committed patricide to take the throne. And this king, King Ajatasattu, had seen the Buddha before, but was maybe a little shy to be in the presence of the Buddha again, given all of his misdeeds. So he sent an emissary, a minister along to ask the Buddha a question. And his, um, his question was predicated based on the notion, the truism that Buddhas never lie. So the king thought to take advantage of this and sends this minister along to ask about the king's chances of conquering a neighboring people, the Vajis. And he's asked this question directly and the Buddha doesn't actually address this emissary head on, but instead turns to his dear cousin and attendant, Ananda, and asks him a series of questions that make it known that as long as the Vajis, these neighboring people, gather in peace, disperse in peace, and conduct themselves with harmony and respect, they will stay unified and unconquered. So this is timeless societal advice that happens to be timely for many of us right now. It's also a really good analogy for our minds. If we gather the constituents of our minds in harmony and respect, stability emerges. Our hearts and minds can unify. Ekaga, the Pali word for unity, is used to refer to both group deliberation and unification around a topic and 
to unifying in meditation. Then it's called ekagata. In meditation, this process of unification is unifying streams of thought, impulses, and attention in a congruent direction, just like little rivulets gather and flow into streams, and those streams gather and flow into rivers, and then those rivers eventually gather together and flow into great, mighty rivers. It's like that. Another example is if you picture a pile of iron filings, just kind of all in many directions, and you pass a magnet over them. They all unify and move in the same direction. It's like that. Congruence, alignment. So, I invite you to feel in your body, feel into some of the range of translations of the Pali word, akagata. Unification. Being collected. Calm. One-pointedness. Tranquility or serenity of mind. So that's one range. And I'll talk about that for a little while and then bring in another. When this quality is present, all of the other factors of mind we've talked about over this past week are in synchrony, congruent, aligned, and moving in the same direction. There's momentum. But it's a quiet, still momentum, not gathering. Magnetism, if you will. As that synchrony, tranquility, serenity grows, the experience of our hearts, minds, bodies becomes more quiet, subtler. There are several stages to this, each a marked shift into a deep and stable state of consciousness known as jhana. And jhana, jhanas, are usually, almost always, only available in deep retreat, long retreat for most people. That's okay. The rest of the time, the mind naturally produces thought most of the time. Thinking is its natural function. That's not an enemy. Much wisdom can be gathered from this broad, receptive, mindful awareness and practice intelligence. And then sometimes these stages take hold. And while we're not going to experience them in a half-hour sit or a single YouTube video, I'm going to speak them as similes that the Buddha offered that can evoke a sense or a taste of how each stage of unification in this progression unfolds. And there are four that I'll talk about. As I speak these similes, the invitation is to feel them in your body and perhaps visualize them. And if you can't visualize or feel into your body, imagining that you can visualize or feel into, it's just fine. That works too. So settle back for a moment. Maybe take a breath or a sip of tea. 
And then open your receptive awareness, your intuition. So in connecting, sustaining joy and easeful contentment, happiness are all present and unified. It can feel like kneading moisture into dough so that the moisture pervades evenly all throughout. Feeling that. Often it can feel like ripples or waves. The breath massaging every part of the body. The attention massaging every part. The Buddha described this process as being like water added to bath powder and kneaded together skillfully to create a single soft ball of soap. Moisture is pleasurable awareness throughout the whole body and mind. A distinctly energetic experience. And then in the second simile, the mental movements of connecting, sustaining attention, become unnecessary and drop away. Only joy, happy contentment, remain unified with the body and mind, and experience like a clear mountain lake with no rain or streams feeding it, replenished only by a cool internal spring, an internal wellspring of well-being. Even that, in the next stage, that energetic quality softens and quiet, and each individual person's body and mind are submerged in, unified with calm, content happiness. That calm, content pleasure is like water touching lotuses of many, many different colors that are completely submerged in the cool, clear water from tip to root immersed, no part left out. Then everything except for a calm, serene, unified equanimity drops away. Like after emerging from a cool, soothing bath and being wrapped from head to toe in a soft, bright white cloth or fluffy towel, enveloped like stepping out of that cool shady spring. So imagining, feeling in your body for any sense of resonance or any intuitive glimpse 
these similes provided. The process of serenity, unification, it's a progressive letting go. A letting go of what's more obvious or coarse into what's calmer and more peaceful. Each stage has its own value and each must be released in order to make space for a more calm and peaceful place. And perhaps this is why Ikagata, usually translated as unification or collective calm, it also has the meaning of a capacity to make distinctions. Discernment is developed in this process of learning to make distinctions between the different mental factors, which we've been learning all week, and also in the process of letting go of the more energetic and exciting in favor of the tranquil and the peaceful. This helps to mature practice. And happily, that maturity, these lessons, don't require a deep retreat and uncommon states of mind to start to learn them and embody them. Tastes of each of these factors, including unification, begin to train our capacity for letting go and experiencing how these different mental factors can deepen, broaden, and add beautiful qualities to our meditation. So thank you. Thank you for your attention today. Tomorrow, the topic is how wisdom can support the development of these factors and how the development of these factors supports the growth in wisdom. I love that the similes and comments coming in and encourage you to share whatever observations or glimpses you had with each other and with me. And if you have any questions based on the four talks I've given so far, please drop them in the chat. I can't promise I'll get to all of them, but I will certainly um, try to weave them in. So thank you, Sangha, for your kind attention and um, your homework assignment, if you wish to take it until tomorrow, is to notice what brings more peace and unification to your heart and mind. Thank you.